So, as I mentioned earlier the, in the beginning of Mass, the, we don't liturgically celebrate Our Lady of Mount Carmel. She falls on July the 16th, today's date. Um, but yet the priest in religious life with permission of his superior can speak on something that is not liturgically celebrated. So there's not a lot of joy being the provincial superior, but this is one of the benefits. So I asked myself and I said, yes, you can speak on Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Now, the reason I am is because it is one of the most highly recommended of all Marian devotions in the church. Now, some say Carmel or some say Carmel. Normally we think of when we have the title, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, but when we refer to the location, it is said Carmel. Anyway, we're, what is the story here? It's quite amazing actually. Now, Mount Carmel is in Northwest Israel and it's where the prophet Elijah, right, lived when? About a thousand years before Christ, all right? And he is the one who challenged the 450 prophets of Baal and challenged them. And he was showing that there's only one true God. This is the purpose of the Old Testament. Monotheism was the message of the Old Testament. The Jews are the chosen people, not because they're liked more by God or that they are favored more by God. In fact, to whom much is given, more is expected. The Jews are the chosen people because you're chosen for a mission, okay? You're chosen for a mission. And um, they fulfilled that. They, they brought the world to an understanding that there's only one God. Back then it was many polytheistic societies. Now. This is important because Our Lady Mount Carmel, uh, who is she? Well, she's the patroness of the Carmelite order. And the first Carmelites were the first Christian hermits living on Mount Carmel, Mount Carmel, in the Holy Land in the 12th century. So these are the 1100s. They built a chapel on the mountain on the very top, dedicated it to Our Lady. And since the 15th century, uh, devotion to Our Lady of Mount Carmel has been known through the brown scapular. And many of you may have and wear the brown scapular. I want to talk a little bit about it because there's a lot of misconception. There's a lot of confusion here. The scapular actually began as part of the habit that a cloistered monk or even an apostolic in some sense um, it's, it's part of the habit, which is like a work apron. It's the stretch that goes down in front. Now, Brother Mark, his son, um, Scott, is now in the Carmelite order in Wisconsin. And so when he comes visit us, he's a great man. He has the long apron that goes in front and in the back. It lays over the front and over the back. And so this is part of the habit. It's like a work apron that they wear over the habit. Now, scapular then, then the word means shoulder blade. And so it's, it's really the laity's participation, and priests can wear it too, that if we put it over ourselves, it is like that scapular that is over the shoulder and a little piece of cloth 
representative of the big apron worn by the Carmelites. Now other orders wear it too. But this is a way for the laity especially to participate. So supposedly Mother Mary gave it to St. Simon Stock in Cambridge, England in 1251. Um, but there's questions about this uh, and that's not the point. Um, the point is it's a sign of devotion. Um, so there's questions about it, but many have shown that he did exist. Um, he was an English prior, so we have English roots in our church. Pray for England, just like France, even though I think something is happening there, Walsingham and other places. But anyway, he was never, people criticized St. Simon Stock, saying he was never canonized. Well, Father, he was never canonized. And people criticize he never existed. We can't call him saint because he was never canonized. Well, you know what you answer to that is, this was before there was a canonization process in the church. Saints before the official canonization of the church were, were named saints by the popular, not popularity, but by popular devotion that the laity had to that saint. So, yeah, he wasn't officially canonized, but that's because the canonization process didn't exist yet. And so the, there is a lack of historical evidence, but it doesn't necessarily mean he didn't exist, right? It's kind of like the Bible. We as Marians have to fight off this all the time. Where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the Bible? You know, my favorite one is Fatima is of Satan because Fatima is not in the Bible. Fatima didn't happen until over 1,000, 1,600 years after the Bible was canonized. And so, of course, Fatima is not going to be in the Bible. Um, just because something's in, not in the Bible doesn't mean it's not true. I always point to nuclear war, artificial intelligence, human cloning. Where is that in the Bible? Well, because it's not in the Bible doesn't mean it's not real moral issues of our time. That's why Christ gives us the church, so that it can address the issues that become issues of our time. The Bible doesn't say anything about gay pride parades because they didn't exist at the time the Bible was written. That's why we need a church to tell us. And I gave you church teaching on that yesterday. Please pray for me. It hasn't been as bad as I thought, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But anyway, it's the same with this in, 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 in the fact that we have sacred tradition. Sacred apostolic tradition is one of our three legs of our stool. So what did Our Lady say? Our Lady promised that those who died wearing the scapular would be saved. Now, not because of it. Not because of it. It is a sign of those in God's grace. So it's not an automatic, sure ticket to heaven, which we Catholics get accused of saying. Rather, we must strive to be in a state of grace, implore God's forgiveness when we fall, trust in his mercy, and in the intercession of the Blessed Mother Mary. All of these are acts that a person who wears the scapular is a sign of them doing. So it's not like gangsters wearing the rosary around their neck. You see that? I see it in movies and, and now it's, it, it was even bigger a few years ago, but these drug dealers and cartel 
people would be shooting and killing each other, but they would be wearing the rosary around their neck. Now, obviously, that rosary around their neck when they're murdering and drug cartels is not going to save them. And by the way, a little side note, is rearing the rosary around your neck acceptable and allowed in the Catholic Church? Yes. Yes, it is. I was surprised by this too. In a document in October 16th of 2020, the church has declared that one can reverently wear a rosary as a necklace. I was very surprised by this, but you could look it up. It's October 16th, 2020. Now, that doesn't mean you should wear it as a fashion statement. It should be a sign of your devotion, and that's exactly what the scapular is, right? So she promised that those who died, as I said, not because of it, but it's, 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 it's like a little habit, a sign. What is a habit? What does Brother Scott's habit mean? And some of, oh, by the way, this is a whole other topic and I'm going to be doing a talk on. At our general chapter in Rome, when I was there in February, we Marians approved going back to our original white habit. And it has now been approved by the Holy See so we Marians will have the option to be able to wear our original white habit from the 17th century. And so this is um, very, a big grace from our founder, St. Stanislaus. But what is the sign of a habit? The habit is a sign of consecration and a pledge. So in the case of Carmelite, it's a consecration to Mary and a pledge of her motherly protection. So this is interesting because people say, oh, you don't need that, Father. You don't need that. Well, why do you have a wedding ring? What is a wedding ring? A wedding ring doesn't save your marriage. But what is a wedding ring? A wedding ring is a sign of a pledge and mutual love and fidelity between two spouses. The scapular, likewise, as a Marian habit or garment, is a sign and a pledge, just like wearing a wedding ring. So a sign, what is the sign? It's a sign of belonging to Mary. Trust that she'll get you to her son. And a pledge of her protection, not only in this life, but the next life too. And so a scapular won't save you, but it's a sign of devotion to God through Mary that will save you. See the difference? I had Father Kiesel, he's my really good friend in Minnesota. He did a, a talk, a little quick Ask a Marian about the brown scapular. You can find it on our YouTube channel. And um, it, it's gotten like 100,000 views. And most people were receptive, but others are calling us pagan idolaters and, and have it. No, it's, it's like I said, it's like a wedding ring. It's not that at all. And it's really what we call a sacramental. What's a sacramental? Showing consecration to Mary and connection to the Carmelite order. Now the catechism defines a sacramental as this. Sacramentals, this is from the catechism, such as the brown scapular, do not confer the grace of the Holy Spirit in the way the sacraments do, confession and Holy Communion, but by the church's prayer, they prepare us to receive grace and be properly disposed to cooperate with it. 
If you have been listening to our talks here for the last three years, there should be a light click on in your head. I see Kieran, one of our best Marian helpers here, and she's always commenting on that, that Father Chris, you teach us that you have to be, you know, grace, how are we saved? Yes, we are saved by grace, but we gotta cooperate with that grace. We're not saved automatically because we say, Lord, Lord, we are saved by cooperating. We're saved by grace, but we got to cooperate with that grace. And the sacramental is a way to help cooperate with the grace of the sacraments. The grace of the sacraments are the most important. These are sacramentals. You know what's very interesting? People don't realize this. Confession is more powerful than an exorcism. But you didn't know that. Why? Because an exorcism is a sacramental confession is a sacrament. So know the power. You can't get more powerful in grace than the sacraments. So to finish, this scrapular said to have something called a Sabbatine privilege, even though the Carmelites don't really promote that anymore. What is that? The Sabbatine privilege is a promise that the soul will be released from purgatory. So first they got to get there. And this is not going to guarantee that. It's a sign that you want to live in the state of grace. It's a promise that the soul will be released from purgatory on the first Saturday after their death. But people forget there are conditions taught with that. It's not requirements. The church is not forcing you to do this. It's extra credit of grace. And the conditions for the Sabbatine privilege, I bet you don't know this, are to observe chastity according to your state in life. You could listen to our talk yesterday about the pride movement because we gave you the church teaching on chastity. All right? Recite daily the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, or, there's an or, or abstain from meat on Wednesdays and Saturdays, or accomplish faithfully some other similar sacrifice. Your sacrifice might be your own family. And so it's not part of the deposit of faith. This is not a requirement of belief, but it is not against it either. It's very fitting, and it has a deep tradition. The faithful are free to believe it, even though the church doesn't require it. But the scapular has always been a part of our tradition. However, people will argue that it was removed from the liturgy after Vatican II. Mm, I won't go into that topic. That's a different topic for another time. But in 1996, there was a doctrinal statement from the Congregation of the Doctrine of Divine Worship, which is now called Dicastery, that says it is okay to wear the scapular. It is good. And so, um, <clears throat> oh, by the way, do you, does it have to be wool? It should be, but it does not have to be. The rule saying it has to be wood, wool, sorry, not wood. Wool was dropped. A medal is now acceptable if you cannot wear wool for whatever reason with Jesus on one side and Mary on the other, but cloth or wool is preferred. Um, you only have to be invested once. I was invested by Father Seraphim. Any priest, your parish priest can invest you in the brown scapular. Any priest. It, there's a simple rite that he can read. You can find it online. Have him invest you. Once you are invested once, 
You don't have to get invested again. You just have to have your new scapulars. If you lose one or one breaks or wears out, you just have that scapular blessed. And it's that simple. So um, the Carmelites being a mendicant order, this is really meant for third order because most of you can't give up home and family and go beg. So this is kind of a third order for the laity. But anyway, Our Lady Mount Carmel, we know her. She appeared at Fatima, did she not? Um, you'll read about her in the diary. I picked out a passage that Faustina mentions the Carmelites. And we really could think of it, and this is where I do want to finish, is Mary's quiet presence that she's with you. Put her next to your heart. And it's a quiet presence. It's a silent devotion. What do we mean by silent devotion? There are no set prayers that you have to say with it. Just keep her close to your heart. It's the contemplative aspect of our faith. And guess what? Who was the perfect contemplative? Mary. She was the perfect one that didn't say much but remained in the background and silently was devoted to Christ. You too can take this silent contemplative prayer, has no set prayers that you've got to do, and place it next to your heart. You do that, it's to Jesus through Mary. That is Mary in consecration. And this is just a sign of that. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.